from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. One of the biggest murder trials in state history is now underway in Waverly in south-central Ohio. ONN's Andrew Kenzie reports. George Wagner the fourth is one of the two Wagners who will go to trial for the killing of eight Roden family members back in 2016. His father, Billy, will be the next to go on trial. His mother, Angela, and brother, Jake, both took plea deals. In opening statement, prosecutors say it's clear who did this, while the defense says the man on trial, George, had no motive. Some of the people they intended to kill, other people were killed simply because they were there. Billy's the one who created the plan. Jake went along with it. Angela went along with it. George had nothing to do with that plan. The trial is expected to last six to eight weeks. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A new USA Today Network Suffolk University poll shows Ohioans want to know more about the candidates running for two statewide offices. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. The poll shows that 84% of likely Ohio voters say they want the candidates for governor and U.S. Senate to debate. Just 10% said the candidates should not debate. Governor Mike DeWine has resisted scheduling debates with Democratic challenger Nan Whaley, who has called for them. The Senate candidates, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, have agreed to debate, but have not yet scheduled a date. I'm Tracy Townsend. Police body camera video has been released from an incident following class on Friday at Euclid High School in suburban Cleveland, where officers responded to reports of a possible threat and recovered four guns, some of them loaded. Laura Queso has more with Euclid Police Captain Mitch Hauser. Police chased and pepper sprayed at least one juvenile to help get the situation under control. Police say they were alerted there may be trouble after school after security got a tip from concerned students. What really uh, shines through for this particular incident is the kids who initially heard about the threat weren't afraid to go forward and tell security. And if that information hadn't been passed along, and security hadn't got the police uh, involved, God only knows what could have happened that day. I'm Laura Queso. Security has been beefed up at the school. In Northeast Ohio, the state patrol is investigating the deaths of a man and woman whose bodies were discovered Sunday morning by a passerby in Ashtabula County. It happened in the New Lyme Wildlife Area, about 25 miles south of Ashtabula. Troopers were called to the wildlife area where the bodies of a 34-year-old man and 31-year-old woman were found. They were both from the nearby town of Orwell. Investigators say both had gunshot wounds and a gun was found nearby. Murder-suicide is suspected, but the deaths are still under investigation. In suburban Toledo, the city of Maumee announced a police officer was placed on administrative leave after his name appeared on an Oath Keepers membership list. More on this about the officer from reporter Brian Duggar. Gregory Westwick, a sergeant in the Maumee Police Division and a former police officer of the year. Now, being an Oath Keeper is not illegal, but the group has been associated with many anti-government incidents. And right now, multiple members have been indicted related to the January 6th riots. Chief Josh Sproul of the Maumee Police Department released the following statement. We are in the process of investigating this matter. We have policies and procedures in place that we will follow as to our investigation. Now, Westrick did not return any of our calls. Last week, the Anti-Defamation League released a report related to the leak of 38,000 names of people who have been or are Oath Keepers members. The names of nearly 1,200 Ohioans appear on the list. Southwest of Cleveland, the Elyria City School District is mourning the death of Shane Edwards, a 14-year-old student. 
after shots were reportedly fired at his home early yesterday. The boy's mother says she went into his room to wake him up and found him unresponsive. Elyria Mayor Frank Whitfield. This is a 14-year-old boy who was shot and killed. This is not normal. And like many of you, I'm not only grieving, but I'm angry. Elyria Schools Superintendent Ann Schloss says the entire district feels this loss. We feel that pain as a, um, you know, a school district. There are kids and and we we mourn, we we support, um, we we know the family is is needing support and we'll have it here for them. Police have not released additional information about the shooting and are investigating. Newly released rankings from U.S. News and World Report have some Ohio colleges and universities near the head of the class. Here's ONN's Kate Burdett. John Carroll in Cleveland tied at number two with Missouri's Truman State for best regional university. Baldwin Wallace in the Cleveland suburb of Berea ranked at number four tied with two other schools for best undergraduate teaching among Midwestern universities. Ohio Northern in Ada tied at number four for the best regional colleges in the Midwest. Case Western Reserve at Ohio State University tied at number five with two others for best nursing programs nationally. And for best Midwestern schools for veterans. Veterans, Baldwin Wallace came in at number three, and Greene County Cedarville came in fourth. Kate Burdett, ONN News. In northwest Ohio, a standoff in Seneca County ended peacefully yesterday afternoon when police arrested a Dayton man wanted for a shooting earlier in the day near Xenia. Jeff Smith has more. Police in southern Ohio put out a be on the lookout for the Deshaun Brown because he was the suspect in a shooting. Police say he stole the victim's car. Seneca County deputies found the stolen car next to a trailer near the town of Republic. Neighbors were evacuated as police tried to talk to Brown. When Brown walked out of the trailer, officers arrested him for stealing a vehicle and felonious assault. I'm Jeff Smith. Five doctors pleaded guilty in a pain pill prescription scheme involving clinics in West Virginia and Virginia and will be sentenced in December. The scheme was tied to a clinic with several locations and involved prescribing oxycodone and other drugs that were not for legitimate medical purposes from 2010 to 2015. Four of the physicians pleaded guilty to a felony count. The other pleaded guilty to five misdemeanors. They all face up to four years in prison. With Ohio State playing the University of Toledo Saturday in college football, Judy Dollison, president of the Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, says beware of ticket scams. She says be wary of unsolicited ads or emails, tickets being sold below face value, or a seller pushing a sense of urgency. A lot of times scammers will use that sense of urgency to make you react without um, having the chance to research or really think through it if it seems a little bit suspicious. So it's always best just to take a breath and slow down and make sure before you purchase. By the way, the last time Ohio State played Toledo was in 2011 and the Rockets put up a fight. Ohio State won 27-22. Toledo had the ball on Ohio State's 16-yard line with 48 seconds left in the game, but threw an incomplete pass on 4th and 5 to end it. This time around, Buckeye coach Ryan Day says, Very good team. Um, you know, they certainly gave Notre Dame all they could handle last year. and So we got to do a great job making sure that uh, we're preparing just like any other week. And it's the same message. Um, the message is that it's about us, and we have to make sure that we're building every week and getting stronger every week. But it's a good team in Toledo. Toledo at OSU in the shoe is Saturday at 7 p.m. 
Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.